Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast. As always, it's Tyler Layfield here coming at you. And uh, with our um, the guest host or the co-host, as always, Torres Finney. How's it going, Torres? What's going on, baby? What's up, baby Tyler? What's going on, man? Day another day, another dollar. Getting ready yes, to yes, debate sir. with one of my best friends ever. I can't. I'm excited, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm excited, <laughs> man. Logan Gordon, right? Yep, Logan. You there? Yep, I'm here. There you go. All right. Coming in, ready to destroy all of Torres' arguments. Uh, no chance on that. Context. He was already late on his cue, so he's not ready for this. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Oh my God. Already throwing shade. He's not ready for this. You're not ready. I'm just telling you. I've done my research. Uh, we're going to see. Facts are sound. Ooh, but do they have context? Mm. Yes, they always do. This is going to be fun. I already, I already, there's already some animosity between these two. Uh, we've known Logan for quite some time, went to school with him. Logan, tell, tell everybody that's listening in a, a little bit about yourself before we get into uh, today's debates. Yeah, so I went to Jones County with Torres and Tyler. Um, then went to Georgia Southern, where Tyler actually went to. Mm-hmm. And now I am at Georgia State in physical therapy school. Nice, nice, yes. So good to go with that. Now let's get into the main action because I know that uh, th- these two are real hyped up. Uh, one of the biggest hot topics of to, uh, today, like you know, on Twitter, uh, here these, this past couple of weeks is the NFL Top 100, which, uh, as most of you know, uh, is a list that is voted on by the players. Uh, they end up getting pretty much uh, the consensus from all the different players that vote on this. I, I don't know how um how many of the players end up voting on this you know some players you know opt out of doing it or anything like that but ultimately we come out with a top 100 and as always there's some uh there's some questions that come up and i'll kick it off with one of these two guys go ahead and give me one of your hottest topics one of your one of your hottest takes uh from this list i'm gonna let the guest go first go ahead guest you got it well i mean I don't really think this is a, a hot, uh, a hot take, but Matt Ryan should definitely have been in the top yes. 100, and he's he was left out, as a lot of people know, left out uh, and replaced by the likes of Josh Allen and Kyler Murray. Yeah, like how that doesn't make any sense. Matt Not Ryan really. is definitely better than those two, and he's again I'm one of the most slept on, slept on quarterbacks yes. in the NFL. I agree 100% right behind Logan. I mean, Matt Ryan this past season, what he had to deal with. I mean, he dealt with a lot of different things. They lost a lot of close games last year. Mm-hmm. And looking at the Bills compared to what Matt Ryan did with what Josh Allen did with the freaking Bills. Josh Allen did not throw for more yards than Matt Ryan, for one. Mm-hmm. Now, he did rush. But Josh Allen last year threw 3,000 yards last year, 3,089 yards, 20 touchdowns and nine inter- interceptions on a 58% completion rate. You want to go with Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan, 66% completion, 4,466 yards, and 26 touchdowns, and a 92 uh, quarterback rating. So he's in every, every category except for one, which was interceptions. 
Probably because, yes, obviously Matt Ryan throws the ball more than what Josh Allen do. Yes, Josh Allen is the rusher. I think he's, mm-hmm. I think he had, like, what, seven touchdowns rushing last year? I give him that, yes. But you take away that, bro, overall, as a quarterback, Matt Ryan is easily better. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at the list. You got Josh Allen. They Well, this is the top uh, – all the quarterbacks that made the top 100. So, there was 13 that made it. Yeah. Josh Allen was 12. You had Kyle Murray at 13. You had Ryan Tannehill at 11. So you're telling me you got Ryan Tannehill, Josh Allen, and Kyler Murray better than Matt Ryan? And don't even get, don't even worry about Matt Ryan for one. That, yes, that's a snub. But another one, Carson Wentz. Yes. People yep. do not understand. I do yes. not get the hate behind Carson Wentz. It's I the injuries. That, it's the injuries. Yes. It's got to be the injuries. That it got to be, but I just saw that yesterday. Carson Wentz, for the past three years, has thrown 60 touchdowns and only one interception in the red zone. Last <laughs> year, they was four and five in the regular season. There was uh, – I'm sorry. Uh, I'm taking that back. Five and seven. They were mm-hmm. five and seven. They had to win their last four games. If they lose any game, they yeah. miss the playoff. They win every single game and beat the Dallas Cowboys, who was leading in that division, to take over the division and then make the playoffs. This man has took this team to the playoffs multiple years in a row. Yes, he has had injuries, but he has gotten them there. The year they won the Super Bowl, there's a reason why they went 13-3. It wasn't because of Nick Foles. Nick Foles did win them in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. But up to that point, he did. And a lot of people believe he was the MVP. If he didn't get hurt, Tom Brady wouldn't win that MVP. Carson Wentz, to me, is a top-10 quarterback. So is Matt Ryan. I understand they got guys like Jimmy Garoppolo on the list. Kirk yeah. Cousins, understandable. Yes, great quarterbacks. But to me, that Prescott is not better than Matt Ryan. Nope. To me, that Prescott is yeah. not better than Carson Wentz. To me, that Prescott is above of behind a system. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to that later about Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, but yes, he is a really good <laughs> running back out of Ezekiel Elliott. And he has a really decent receiving core. I don't want to hear anything about Dak Prescott because for the weapons he has, he has missed the playoff too many times and come up short too many times for him to have those type of weapons. Push me with that bull crap. Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz should be on the top 100, if not the top 10. All right, question for you, Torres. <laughs> How do you feel about your uh, your all-star superstar, Patrick Mahomes, being the third best quarterback on the list? Now somebody is showing us smoking crap. You know yeah. the reason why I say that? <laughs> okay. We are talking about – oh, my gosh. We are talking about a man – who's only played two years in the NFL. Yes, he has three overall seasons, but he's played two years in the NFL, two full years in the NFL. This man had missed three games last year and still threw for 26 touchdowns. He was third in the league in yards overall. And he missed three games. And he came back. He lost one game off mm-hmm. his comeback after his injury. One game to the Titans, which they should have won. I mean, Ty- Tannehill did drive the Titans down the field to win the game. But Patrick Mahomes lost that one game, didn't lose another for the rest of the season, went on one Super Bowl. Only team in NFL history to be down by double digits in the pl- every single playoff game and come back and win every single one. Hey, this man is why you down for start. I'm trying to figure out. Say it again. If you're so good, why are you always behind in the games? You got to come I mean, back. Sometimes, hey, I, 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 
This goes back. We we always end up making the same comparison. And yeah. Logan, I don't know how much NBA you watch, but uh, there was a team these past couple of years called the Golden State Warriors, and you, yeah. you may have heard of them. They were pretty yeah. doggone good. They were stacked. Yeah, they were, and they would always find themselves down. It seemed like in the third quarter of every game, or in the, sometimes even the fourth quarter. But you know what? They would always come back out, and they would always win the game, and oftentimes by double digits. So it's yeah. not it's not always how you begin those games; it's how you end them. And so you're you telling really me, based off that. you're telling me the good teams they just kind of play down and lay down for the first first half and kind of get in the groove, and then I then wouldn't. Say, I don't think they did it on purpose. You know, I think sometimes that's just how the game plays out. I mean, um, oftentimes the first half, you know, you have those scripted plays where all right, this is how we're going to attack the Chiefs defense today. The Chiefs defense, sure, it was okay this you know this past year, but I mean, outside of like Tyron Matthew. Um, who, who's the defensive like Chris Jones? I yeah. mean, really, you don't have a you know they, their defensive backs are pretty sketchy for the most part. At least the corners are. So there's ways that you can attack that defense to where you can find yourself being up a little bit um, early on. But they always have the resiliency. You can never count them out, and that and that's one thing that they bring to the table. And I, I think it garners a lot of respect. I'm I'm right there with Torres, man. I think that uh, Mahomes is the top quarterback in the league. I want to know what you think, though. So, so you brought up the topic, but I want to hear who, who's your guy. Or do you agree with these rankings? The overall rankings, no. But okay, yes, Lamar Jackson should definitely have been number one, the best quarterback in what the, in the league. No. Yes, this year, this mm. year alone, yes. But I'll also say that Patrick Mahomes is severely, severely overrated, and I know Torres hates hearing that. You know what? Uh, and doesn't agree with it. But honestly, with the hype, the ESPN and is always spewing out of ESPN about uh, Patrick Mahomes, you would think he plays every single position on the field and makes every single play himself. Mm. He's not He's not that good. Mm. I'm not saying he – well, okay, I'll take that back. I'm not saying he's not that good, but he's not worth the hype that is being put out there about him. I get where you're coming from because I used to feel the same way about – um, and, and this is another NBA reference here, but around Steph Curry, I was like, Steph Curry, this, you okay, see ESPN, yeah. Steph Curry, that every time you turn on the ESPN, it's something about Steph Curry. Uh-huh. And they and have oftentimes, that same comparison. It do. comes and they're, they're unicorns, you know, like there's these, there's these guys that they, they alter, they, they're changing the game, you know, as, as we're seeing it. And I know it hurts sometimes to, to keep hearing it, their names over and over, but they're doing big things. Maybe they shouldn't get exactly the amount of attention that they're getting. You know, like maybe we do over exaggerate on some things. I understand very much, so. and they they very they do. They're they're posting stuff about him, and a lot of pro- a lot of people probably feel this way about LeBron. You know, like they post clips about him all the time. I mean, it's it's just something that they do. They it or sells. LeBron sexuals. Yes, yes, yes. LeBron sex. No, you get guilty. But uh, but no, it, it's just it's just part of the sport, man. It's uh, it's what sells, and that's why they push it like that. But I mean, he, you can't deny. I don't know, man. I, I can't deny that he's the best in the game. I like Lamar. Um, and it's awesome the adversity he's had to overcome. You know, being you know a late pick in the first round of the year he was drafted, being a Heisman winner. Coming in, team saying that he ain't a quarterback, he's a wide receiver or a running back, and him, him coming in and basically running the league this year, he did he did very well. You know, one, one MVP, mm. right? And um, mm. I don't know, man. It's just he's very good, but I got to give the edge to Mahomes. Mahomes is is good. Yes, he's an NFL quarterback. Of course, he's gonna be good. But to me, 
he is a product of the system he's in, the players he's around, and the coach that is in him. Of course. Later in the show, I'm going to make a, a, a hot, hot, hot take about okay. who I think could be oh, put okay. into the shoes and do the exact – well, not the exact same thing, but give you comparable results. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I'm going to make a, some, a certain case about this Patrick Mahomes foolishness. All right, for one, let's just go back to even last year. Patrick Mahomes took this team his first year ever playing, overall playing, he threw 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. That's just absurd in itself. That's yep. that's mm-hmm. that's better than Peyton Manning. That's better than Bray. That's just absurd. It's and an it's outlier. first year playing. It's an outlier. It is. It is. It, I mean, there's, there's going to be some regression with and that. And he, he did so towards the norm. Yes. Yes. And, and let's be You're honest. You're right. He was one overtime away. He didn't. He just didn't get the ball. But he still had a chance to win again. He just didn't get the ball because he drove his team down the field to even get the game tied. Last year, he threw for three touchdowns, zero interceptions, 295 yards against the New England Patriots. And if they would have gotten the ball in overtime, I literally have no doubt in my mind the Chiefs win that game. But he didn't. He said, okay, mm-hmm. I'll come back the next year. Against Houston, he threw five touchdowns and 321 yards after being down 24 to zero. That was crazy. In the next game, he was down 17 to seven. Three touchdowns, 294 yards. Then obviously we saw the Super Bowl. They were down 20 to 10. And these guys dropped 21 points under seven minutes. Look, I, I don't I don't see, I don't get, I don't understand what anybody's looking at. It's without a shadow of a doubt. Patrick Mahomes is the number one quarterback. And okay, if you want to make a case about okay, is Patrick Mahomes better than um I mean, is Lamar Jackson better because he won MVP this past season? If it's just based off past season and only because of that MVP, congratulations. You can give it to Lamar. Fine. But you know, the reason why I call bullcrap on that, because out of what everything Patrick Mahomes did last year, he wasn't even the number one player in the um, top 100 for 2019. He was number four last year. Mm. And he threw 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards yeah. and won MVP. So you're telling me? No, there's no way to me that Lamar Jackson, based off just last year, because they did the same thing for Patrick Mahomes, was the best player in the league. They still put Russell Wilson above uh, Patrick Mahomes. They still put Aaron Donald above yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, because they know the truth. They know the truth. They don't buy right. that ESPN hype. They know no. the truth. Let's, all right, but hold on, hold on, hold on. So me and Torres, we just stated our cases of why Patrick Mahomes is better. I want to hear from you why you think Lamar is better. I know you said it, but I want to hear some – I want you to expand on that a little bit. Well, I just don't think Patrick Mahomes is all the best and all the – yeah, he's electric. He is a good player, but he's just really a product of his system. And I have – I've done my research, and I've got okay. the stats here to prove it. And he's a product of his system. The players he has surrounding him and Andy Reid has made him into who he is. His first season, 50 touchdowns, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that was just an outlier. He's going to regress towards the mean, which he did. This year, kind he did. of, and he did. that first year was just an all electric, almost like a beginner's luck season. I mean, if that was the case, then the next year, I mean, the way he won the Super Bowl, the way he he still threw for four thousand yards and twenty six touchdowns and missed yeah, three games. Product of the system. So okay, if that system was so, if that's okay, obviously we know Andy Reid's a great coach. Yeah, uh-huh. Donovan McNabb, Super Bowl. He took. Yeah. I mean, Alex Smith got him to the playoffs every yeah. single year. They yeah, went to the playoffs every single year. But they reached another level. 
Yeah. They went from, okay, we knew the Chiefs every year. The Chiefs was an automatic playoff team. They was a consistent playoff team. You know, they probably going to lose in the divisional round sometimes. Mm -hmm. We knew they were going to make it every year. Mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes took them to another level, something that they've never done in 50 years, which was win a Super Bowl. So I understand the system, yeah. Like, for instance, let's say if Cam Newton do wins with Bill Belichick. Congratulations, they're winning. But there's a difference between winning multiple Super Bowls and just winning games. Alex yeah. Smith winning games. Patrick Mahomes won a Super Bowl. And if he wins another one – It's going to keep – yeah, we, we got to keep watching it in order to see yeah, it play out. Yeah, yeah. we got to keep watching. He, That's he's what I'm saying. He's only in year two. I've got, I've, got, I've got two questions. All right, so, okay. Logan, who who is the best quarterback of all time in the NFL? Who is your who is All your, time NFL? Tom Brady. Yes. Tom Brady. All right, was he not a system quarterback? Uh, That's what we're about to find out. Yeah, I'm telling you, he, he was. All right, and, and let me – and let me. hey, one more thing here. Is Lamar Jackson not a system quarterback? Is that whole offense not built around him? It, yes, is, it is, man. I mean, I'm it just is, saying, if, if we're talking about – But system, you don't – but you don't see all this hype about Lamar being the greatest ever, and it's only his second year. There's multiple people saying that Patrick Mahomes uh, is going to be the best quarterback of all time and the best and this and that, and it's only his second year. You don't know that. Why are you giving him all this hype off of one? Well, really okay, well, okay, breaking okay, records. You're right, you're, you're right on that. You you are right on that. But when you look at the totality of what he has done in, throughout his first two years, on the on the rise so far. Right, if he stay at this pace, yes, he will be the greatest. Okay, I, and I don't see really anything that's gonna. I really don't see anything that's stopping him because I don't see anybody in that division doing anything. And for one, for Lamar, I don't really see. I ain't gonna lie, I expect a decline out of Lamar because I think that Titans offense forced him to actually throw. You saw what happened in that Titans game. He mm -hmm. was forced. He was behind the sticks. When it was third and ten, they're not a really good team on third and longs. Anything third and seven and above, they're not really good at that. The reason why? Because that forces Lamar to throw. Lamar throws to a lot of his tight ends. He's a big-time tight end guy. Yes, yeah. he got some decent receivers here and there. And you got Willie Sneed and Hollywood Brown. But he throws to a lot of his tight – a majority of his touchdowns, everybody say, well, Lamar Jackson led the league in, in touchdown because he threw a lot of them in the red zone. Yeah. They ran down the field. And then he threw the touchdowns in the red zone. Now, if you start forcing him to throw the ball, he's going to struggle. And we saw that. I'm telling you. We're going to see some regression out of him. I, I believe yeah, that, too. I, I see that. I, I think so, too. So, okay. I, I, I hate to ask it. I hate to ask this of you. But if, if your hot take, if your hot, hot, hot take is revolving around this, would you like to go ahead and uh, spill the beans? Or do you really want to wait till the, till the end of the show? Well, I've got my uh, – my stats that I can throw out at you, and then I'll 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 drop the bomb. Let's do it. Let's hear okay. it. All right. So I looked up uh, NFL Next Gen stats. They keep a lot of uh, kind of off the wall stats, but they really show the true you know character of these uh, players. Um, and one of the things that makes Patrick Mahomes good and electric and all that is his ability to create time in the pocket. His mm -hmm. movement, he can create extra time allowing his, obviously, fast receivers to get open. Um, so you got Drew Brees, which is like the gold standard of getting the ball out as fast yes. as you can. Everybody knows that. From time to throw, snap to throw, he's the fastest at uh, 2.57 seconds. Okay. And uh, you've got, you know, your less mobile quarterbacks like Matt Ryan and um, Tom Brady, who are in at like 2.7 seconds, 2.7 five seconds um but then Patrick Mahomes is up there at 2.82 seconds 
So he has a lot more movement in the pocket and the ability to you know get outside that tackle box and make throws downfield. But that time is the same as Deshaun Watson, Teddy Bridgewater, and Derek Carr. So they have the same ability to get that extra time for their receivers to get open. Mm-hmm. Another, and what I build my whole case on is Patrick Mahomes doesn't throw into tight windows. If you watch, probably 75% of his throws, he has so much room between the receiver and the defender that basically the receiver is just wide open and all he has to do is hit the broadside of a barn. Okay. And Torres, I see the look on your face right now. You look shocked, and I know you're biting your tongue so much. But this is Keep why biting. I, have this. I have this one. I have this one right here. So aggressiveness. <laughs> they track the aggressiveness of your throws over a whole season. And I know you're going to say this, but the aggre- – okay, so the aggressiveness basically is how aggressive are you being with the ball? Are you throwing into tight windows? Are you making – very, very safe plays. Yes. Safe Are you going real safe plays, throwing the five yard out to Michael Thomas like Drew Brees does yeah. 80% of the time? Okay. Or are you threading the needle and all that? And I know you're going to say that has a lot to do with the receivers, the receivers getting open, and that it does um, yes. follow that trend because, like, Dwayne Haskins and Ryan Fitzpatrick, who had some of the worst receivers in the league, had a higher aggressiveness. So the higher your score of aggressiveness, the more – tight windows you throw into basically so they were at like 22 and 20 Matthew Stafford had the highest at 23 um that's not a shocker to be honest with you what's James Wetson quick question that's gotta uh, be hold on let me go back to the uh I'm about to say that's not a shocker I think think was up there too (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) I was that's not too much of a shocker Uh -uh. that is true but But, um, yeah Seeing what Matt, I mean, Matthew Stafford, I mean, he's known for forcing balls. I mean, yeah, in some places, yeah. he's, got, he's got the rocket arm to do it. Jameis Winston was actually right there with um Matt Ryan at around 16. Really, so that's kind of uh, wow, telling. But Mahomes had the third lowest aggressiveness with 12. He was only ahead of Derek Carr and Torres's man, Devlin Hodges. <laughs> old duck yep. hey, good old so duck. only two he beat in aggressiveness so you're telling me that he's making these all worldly throws when duck hodges is making the same kind of aggressiveness on his throws okay mm. now the, uh-huh, the, what, uh-huh, what uh-huh. i'm going to go for for one is is i'm sorry that patrick mahomes is a safe quarterback and like to make the best play possible i'm not saying he's um, safe i'm saying he throws to wide open receivers even that i mean it, it, i mean that's basically the same case you make with tom brady everybody said well tom brady throws short routes or all he throws mm-hmm. screens i mean but if it's open why not take it away from it i mean what i mean take away from the fact that patrick mahomes consistently make the best throw for his team i went i mean that's the reason why his interceptions on numbers are low I mean, I went back to last year and looked at his interception numbers. His interception numbers, like, uh, let me see, this past year. This past year, he only threw for five. And then the year before that, he only threw, I think he threw for what? He only threw 12. And he had, what, 580 attempts? So, man, I think he's a really safe quarterback on what he do. I mean, 76 touchdowns, 18 interceptions. That's unreal. That's not. It's not like he's like Brett Favre. Brett Favre at least 
all time in interception because he used to force yeah. the ball a lot. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. not Brett Favre in there now. No. He is making some really good decisions. And it's and good that he's a great... smart quarterback and that he yeah, is taking those wide-open throws. That are, yeah, that's good. That's what I want my quarterback to do. But you would feel you would think that after every throw is making a – on a dime like Matt Ryan did to Julio in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Over the, like you would think every single throw is like that with the way ESPN and you always talk about, oh, that was a great throw, great throw. If you go back and watch his highlights and at least 50% of them, you'll hear the commentator say – Oh, Tyreek, Tyreek Hill wide open in the middle of the field. Travis Kelsey wide open. Let Nobody him. around him. I, I've He's got a point. making all-star throws. He's making simple throws. All right. Let me let me paint a picture here. So imagine that you're a defensive back going against the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And you, one of the first stats you brought up was how long he holds the ball, you know, compared to some of these other guys. Because yep. he's able to create that time in the pocket to op- to buy that time. Imagine being a defensive back going against that, and every play he's constant. They're constantly having to guard their guy. You know, a guy like Tyree Kill or a guy like Miko Harmon, one with some top end speed for nine, ten seconds, something like that. Where and that's play after play after play. You're gonna get wore out. Eventually, they're gonna break away and get some separation and end up getting wide open. I think you know, like it's kind of like um the opposite of a coverage sack, you know, where it's a coverage breakdown where they end up getting, you know, becoming wide open because the defensive backs are getting so wore out from having to guard them for so long. That's yeah. what I think. But, I mean, okay, you heard the other quarterbacks that uh, had similar time to throws, right? Deshaun Watson, yes. Bridgewater, and Derek Carr. Yeah. Yes. So their offensive line ain't as good either, though. Like the, I will give that to them because uh, I know that they got Tunsil this past year. Deshaun yeah. Watson did, yeah. but still he was facing sack after sack after sack. So again, not all teams are created equal, and he didn't pick those offensive linemen. He got blessed with who he got picked by. I will yeah. say that. Yeah, he fell into a great situation. He was. He was. I, I give him that. I look. Logan makes a great case. He does. He makes a really good case. But what was what the super hot say- take though? Oh, it no, is it's coming. It's coming. I got one oh, more stat. I got one Go more ahead. stat to throw in. All right. Okay. So this last stat is completion percentage above expectation. So oh, okay. they, have an, they have an algorithm basically that will tell you what your completion expected completion percentage is supposed to be. And then they compare that with what it actually was. And so like Ron Tannehill was 8% higher completion percentage than what was expected. So – on some of the throws, it was expected for him to not be to not complete them. Yeah, he came in with a low baseline, and yeah, and he exceeded that by eight percent. Okay. Well, Daniel Jones is comparable to Patrick Mahomes in that they both underperformed. They were under. They were negative one in what? their expected completion percentage. So I know why. So the he's under. He's under. He's underachieving, even though he's throwing less aggressive throws. So how how is that superstar all worldly? If he's I know I know because because again we go back to the the year one the fifty touchdown the, the you know the five thousand yard whatever it was you yeah. know like kept when you set that baseline that high of course you're going to go down. Well, it's not it's not like a uh, it's not like at the beginning of the season they say oh okay. he's going to complete seventy percent. No, it's a week to week. So okay, when, when he throws the ball. They say, okay, yes, this should be a completion. There's this mm-hmm. much separation. There's this and this and that. And it should be a completion. Did he complete it or not? And he's underperforming uh, 
by one percent basically so yeah. he, he's underperforming on his com- expected completion percentage even though he's taking some of the least aggressive throws i mm. mean according to his quarterback rating his he had a 105 quarterback rating this the past year so uh-huh. i mean his expectation met enough to get that super bowl that's yeah. that's the main thing yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. but that's where i'm coming back to he's all a product right. of the people around him super hot take. Uh, you go you ready for the hottest take of all let's time here let's break it Torres is about to cry. My hottest mm-hmm. take of all time. If you put Derek Carr in the Kansas City offense, he has comparable results. Yep, Torres <laughs> just walked off the <laughs> just right. Walked All right, y'all aren't saying, yeah, Torres, Torres just walked off. Oh, my God. Torres just walked off. Logan Here we go. Here we go. Hold, Hold on. on. Hold go on. Ahead. Hold on. Spit go. Okay, you ready? Hold up, dude. So they have the same they have the same time to throw. They can create the same amount of time, basically, is what I'm saying. Mahomes might have a little bit of an edge just because of his elusiveness. Yeah, yes, yes, the speed and everything. Um, And Mahomes had five more touchdowns and three less interceptions. Good, both for him. Mahomes had a better QBR of only five points. And Derek Carr had a four and a half times greater or four point five percent higher completion percentage. And he's overperforming his expected completions percentage by three times that that Mahomes is. So what I'm asking you is: is five touchdowns, three less interceptions, and five QBR points worth an extra three hundred and seventy-eight million dollars that you just paid that quarterback? You sit here to tell me with a straight face that if you put Derek Carr in that same system with Andy Reid uh-huh. and the Chiefs, yep. that they would have won this past year's Super Bowl. I'm not Without saying this man throwing the they would they would have done that. I'm not saying they would have went and won the Super Bowl in the fashion they did and being down and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. with Tyreek Hill, who runs a four two nine forty, with Nicole Hardman, who runs a four three three forty, and had two of the highest miles per hour uh, time, whatever during the season, and Sammy Watkins, who runs a four four six, and Travis Kelsey, the best tight end arguably in the league, that you put Derek Carr in there. They win a comparable amount of games and make it deep into the playoffs. I'm not saying that in 2018 they would have thrown for 50 touchdowns and he would have won an MVP and all this stuff, but it would be very comparable. And so as a GM, how do you, how do you justify spending an extra $378 million for five more touchdowns and three less interceptions when well, the quarterback you just paid is underperforming? Well, well, I don't know about underperforming because we're going through advanced stats. And advanced stats, in a lot of cases, don't even be in the favor of Tom Brady. But you see his results. Mm-hmm. So, when I'm looking at Derek Carr, I'm looking at his past. He played in the league since 2014. All right? Derek Carr's best year was 4,054 yards, which was this past season. Really? Okay. Yes. Yes. Because he, he's never had Tyreek, McCole, hold on, hold on, Andy hold on. Watkins, Travis Kelsey, Andy oh, Reid. Well, hold up. All hold the, all the stuff that is around There was a year, was blessed, which was, man, which was in 2015, when he was an MVP candidate. He was. He was an MVP candidate. And he got paid off really that good. season. Huh? But then, yes, he got hurt. They went 13-3. and three. They did. They did. Now, mm-hmm. yes, he got hurt before the game. Um, I mean, before they made the playoffs. But overall, within that division alone, this man has struggled constantly. The year before, 19 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. 22 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. He's been, he's been okay. But his best year in yardage-wise was last year. 
Patrick Mahomes obviously only played two years. His worst year was technically last year. Yeah. He threw 4,031 yards and only missed Derek Carr by what, 23 yards? And he missed three games? And Derek yeah. Carr played in every single one? You, Patrick, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes the has the rocket arm and the elusiveness, but I'm telling you, put him in there, and it's comparable. And, and that I, can happen to any I, player. That could happen. To, I mean, you, you can make this kind of situation for anybody. If Matt Ryan ended up, I don't know, let's who's a really bad team that you guys could think of? I don't know. If Matt Ryan ended up in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, would he have ever yeah. seen, you know, before, you know, these past couple of years, would he have ever seen a Super Bowl or something like that? You know, it could be made for anything. He really was blessed with where he landed. Patrick Mahomes is, and yep. that was just icing on the cake. I will, I'll give you that one, yeah, and I'll give you a win on that one. He, he really is. So, but I'm not gonna say that everything, all of his success, is based off of uh, the team around him. But yes, it does. It does. Um, That's what I'm just, well, okay. I'm just trying to make the point that he's overrated because he has all of the pieces around him, the coach, the players, all of that stuff, and everybody, especially ESPN and Sports Center, give him all that hype and. I mean, yes, he's above average, but he's not the greatest quarterback of all time in his. No, he's not the greatest quarterback of all time yet, but he will be. He's on a rise. But since yeah. we're making that, he's going to end up as it. I think it's funny how we're talking about teams and you know the system they're built around. Because I'm glad we're about to get ready to get to this running back. Because your boy Ezekiel Elliott, according to the players, Tyler Layfield, he's at number four, and they put freaking Dalvin Cook above him. And Ooh, they don't know what they're talking about. I, I they don't know what, what they're talking. Dalvin Cook had one good year. Well, All technically, right. I mean, I agree with you because Davin Cook didn't have more yards than uh, Zeke. He he only had one more touchdown, and the only thing I think he beat Zeke every everything else in like receptions and uh, he didn't beat him in reception, but he beat him in receiving yards. Mm-hmm. But Zeke had more touchdowns than receiving. But I, I don't I don't know why they picked Davin Cook above him. I really don't. I don't understand. Who that. else? Who else was about? It was uh, Derek. Henry. Uh, Christian McCaffrey was at and number Derek one. Okay. I can give you that. Derrick Henry deserves to be number 10. I, Maybe I, for this season. I, if we're just basing off this season, yes. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I, but and see, I'll give you Dalvin Cook, too, if it's just based off this season because they did do better than Zeke on this this season. But what I'm when I argue about it, I'm arguing that he's the one I would take for long haul. The better That's what I would take. The better yes, player. Okay. Exactly. And I'll I give you the give season. You I can give you that, too. But yeah. right now, this season, I would, yeah, Derrick Henry is better. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it, yeah, he had a better season. He did. Yeah. Do I think he'll have a better season than next year? No, I don't think so. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. Ooh, we're going to have to see about that. They're but. taking a step back. I love my Georgia boy, Isaiah Wilson, but, I mean, filling in Jack Conklin's shoes ain't going to be easy. And I feel like everybody coming into the season, they have time to game plan around that offense. We'll have to see if Tannehill can take the pressure for the whole season, you know, and a lot of things have to be in place. But I don't know. I, I – I think you can constantly rely on a guy like Zeke Elliott to get the job done. That's, that's which why I, I like go it. back to the, the other thing. I don't think Ted Hill going to be able to take that pressure, which is why I don't think he's better than Matt Ryan or freaking Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. But we got another another thing. Why the heck – I'm I love Brady. I got him as a goat. But why the heck he's the 14 best player in the entire NFL right now? Like, who, who made that decision? You're telling me he had a better year than Aaron Rodgers when Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers threw 25 touchdowns over two interceptions and Brady threw – 24 touchdowns and nine interceptions, and I think Aaron Rodgers threw for more yards. Like, you're telling me that overall, based off last year, the same team that he got the 13 and three, where Tom Brady got his team to the 12 and four and lost a crucial game at home to the Dolphins that would have got them the number one seed? 
Yeah. Come on, man. Come yeah. on, it's man. That good status. Yeah, I think this just shows that the players don't really objectively do this. They just kind of yeah. know who they like and who they like playing against and stuff like that. And exactly. it's not really exactly. – Exactly. And who it, they respect and all that. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be because another one to me – I understand why Julio is at 11. In my opinion, I think Julio should be top 10. He He's should be in over Derrick Henry. That's it. Yeah, he did. Knock him back. Yeah. Uh, switch places. It's literally one spot. It's literally one spot, guys. Come on. Yeah, I think – but see, the top 10 is tough. But to me, I don't – I mean, De- DeAndre Hopkins deserves to be top 10. I mean, top 10 is Michael tough. Michael Thomas, you got to give it to him because he broke the record or whatever this yeah, year. I got, I got to. You got it. Okay. We're talking okay. about this season. That's not really an objective looking at it, though. That's more uh, of a – yeah, he got he got that. So you're telling me uh, Julio Jones is not as good as Michael Thomas? No, I'm not. I think Julio's yeah, better yeah. than him. I think Julio's better than him. I'm just saying, if we're, if we're going season to season, if this NFL top 100, if we're going season to season – then I would put him in over over Julio for this season just because he had a better season than Julio did. But if okay. we're talking about career wise, I got I gotta put Julio in. Voting with emotions, that's all they did. <laughs> yeah, they did. But, they did. I mean it is that's what goes with it that people think it, with emotions and not logic a lot of times. And that's what I think. I mean I mean I'm looking at the more I look at this list it really just irks me the the way I look at it. Like what do y'all think about got, uh George Kittle getting in the top ten over uh Travis Kelsey? Who do y'all think's better between them two? Um well I mean I've seen I mean look George Kittle has put a lot of the forty nine of big time games on his back. I mean we look at that Saints game, man, that Packers game, that's another one. He played really good in the Super Bowl as well. That that's 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 it's a neck to neck tie. I don't know, man. It's really yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. They're always neck and neck, and it, it it's really they're really neck awesome. to neck. Yeah, it, there's really no one true answer between the two. Because, but I will say for what Kittle was able to do numbers wise, and let's be honest, Kelsey do have the better quarterback. Mm-hmm. He did put up more better numbers than Kelsey. Made some sick plays too. Like, yeah, I remember he was like dragging Saints players to the to the end zone. I can't remember what. Exactly. When when it was exactly, but man, that was awesome. But the fourth quarter, yeah, yes, yeah, I, I man, that was I sick. But yeah, yeah. I, th- this list is is really interesting overall. I mean, mm-hmm. I look at it. I mean, you, you got you got some questionable, you know, looks here and there. Like for instance, I mean, they put Aaron Jones above Nick Chubbs. You know, yeah, I can well, I can hey, agree with that. If we're going, yeah, if we're if we're going off this season, like I said, if we're going off this season, Aaron Jones had. I remember going against him in fantasy. The guy would get two or three touchdowns a game. It felt like because they just kept giving him the ball right at the goal line. Yeah. If you give yeah. that guy the ball, it's fantasy. He's he's mad because he's his fantasy numbers were high. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There you go. There you go. Well, any other uh, any other quick takes before we end the show here, real quick. No, I dropped my hottest take I've ever had. So, and a hot uh, take it was. A hot take it was. Let me break my pen. So, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, Logan, no. we'll have to get you uh, on another show at some other point. It was a pleasure having you on, man. Uh, you ever have any other topics you want to hit on? Any other hot takes? Then we'll have to get you back on for sure. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Thanks for having me. No problem. No problem. It was a pleasure, man. But, uh, well, hey, as always, thank you guys for listening in. Feel free to keep sharing, liking, subscribing, and uh, we'll see you next time.